Astros World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, March 17th, 2022. And this is episode number 441 of this little raggly ass show. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for showing up. Thanks for being amazing. Thanks for uh, thanks for giving a shit. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. First and foremost, happy St. Patrick's Day. I don't have any Irish whiskey. I'm kind of sad. Uh, but I do got to say thank you to D-Mata for the 10 bits during the intros. I appreciate that. Shelby, sweetie, thank you for the 100 bits. Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits. And Shelby, again, thank you for the 200 bits. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for showing up. We are also close to a hype train. And I appreciate you guys for being here. Um, we have a ton to get to. Got to say, uh, a, a, a lot of stuff we didn't get to yesterday that we're going to get into today. Um, there's a lot of NFL topics we need to discuss. I had to do two pages of headlines because you've got, you know, NFL free agency. You've got the MLB hot stove, which should have occurred a while ago, but is occurring now. So it's kind of hectic with both NFL and MLB free agency occurring at the same time. So we're going to get into all that. Plus... It's March Madness, and we are going to look at the scoreboard, and then I'm not going to give a shit. I know, look, folks, sometimes you just got to know what your strong suit is and know what you're not good at, and college basketball, I would be a, a sham of a show host if I got on here and pretended like I gave an absolute shit about March Madness and college basketball, I might watch it here and there. And if you chose not to watch today live, maybe you're watching later or listening on the podcast because you would have rather watched March Madness. I don't I don't hate you. I'm not mad at you. Good for you. Go watch what you love, man. Go watch what you enjoy, ma'am. Just don't ask me to do it. I'm not doing these watch-alongs, these watch parties, these sidecasts. I don't give a shit. I'm not, nope, I don't care. Let's do a UFC sidecast or some shit. That I'll do. Not, not, I don't give a shit about, about the basketballs, the college basketballs. It's a whole long reason why, but I just can't get into it during the games. I mean, during the season. Hey, look at that. Total Dallas, thank you for gifting a sub to KD, to Areola Gaming. I really appreciate that. And you, my friend, just got us into a goddamn hype train. Watch out, folks. We are in a hype train. Let's go. Here it comes. Watch out. Hey. Yo, damn. Watch out, people. Hey, we are in a hype train, man. Thank you guys so much. Shelby just cheered 100 bits. Thank you, sweetie. 
Oh, with the shamrock too. I dig that. I like the I like the shamrock thing. I do. Cece said Larry Brown still looks great. He's like the Bob Costas or Dick Clark of coaching. Like he doesn't age. That's a great observation, Cece. Joel, thank you for the 75 bits, my friend. We're on this train. I feel like we should all just be kind of like. And now what happens when you ride a train? I've never, I've never. I've ridden a train. I've never had a train run on. Okay. All right. I have. Thank, Jen, thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. Um, I've been on a train one time. Nora and I took a train from Philly to Washington, and it was interesting. I, I, wouldn't, I didn't mind it. I would do one of those, like, train rides across America where you get to see all kind of cool shit. I don't know. It would be cool. Uh, sh- um, what inspired you? Uh, what did that, where did that go? Where did I told Christy spark inspired me? Oh, she's a sweetheart. Let's get to the chat. Let's say hello to everybody that showed up. Steven, the weather guy was first in the chat, by the way, greatest decade in the history of the world, at least for the next two hours. Uh, Potch gaming. A uh, Matt Pochet was in early. Shelby was here. Thank you for showing up. Sweetie total Dallas is in the building. John Dory. What's up, fam? Jen is here. Christopher Reyes already got his picture of green beer in. Thank you, sir. Terrence. What's up, fam? How are you, buddy? Good to see you. Thanks for showing up. Uh, who else do we have in here early? Heartthrob. He is in the great state of Texas. Good for you, buddy. Travel safe. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow, hopefully, if I can get out. Uh, Christy is here, and I enjoy seeing her. Alex Villanueva is in the building. Uh, my sweet, sweet Donna is here. Poch, thank you for the 100 biddies, my friend. Uh, who else is there? Alan Denson showed up. What's up, fam? Dimata is in the building. Uriel Villanueva. So we do have the Villanueva boys, the, the Villanueva Voltron, the Mexican Voltron is what it is. Uh, who else is here? Queen B, CC's in. One Deep showed up. Uh, rolling One Deep. I like it. Uh, who else? Who did I miss? I feel like I'm missing some folks. I got Potch. I got Terrence. Rudy, what's up? Rudolph Rodriguez, how are you? Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. Back the fuck up. Please don't get close to me in a pandemic, fam. Uh, what's up, Flip? I'm rooting for the Volts. Okay. I don't have a rooting interest in any of these hoes. Charles Garza, what's up, dude? Good to see you, buddy. JM Sizzle with the 21 bitties. Let's go. Keeping it rolling. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Um, I just I just realized I forgot to do one thing that Jen texted me about. <sighs> That's my bad. Okay, we got this. No, we're good. All right. Uh, I'm going to get to Kobo's at 1230. My apologies in advance. When? Oh, uh, tomorrow or today? You going? Uh, it wouldn't be today. It's 2.50. Oh, you're going to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're going to be. You're going to be. CC going to be drunk. CC going to be real drunk. Uh, okay, let's get this party started. We have a lot to get to. Let's start with our sports headlines for the day. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. Hey, what's up, Jerry Bo? What up, fam? Good to see you, man. Hope Vegas is treating you well. Um, here you go. Here's your sports headlines for the day. The sources are saying that the Browns are now out of the running to land Deshaun Watson. And oh, oops. They're bad. Now they're stuck with Baker Mayfield, who already issued a thank you. I don't know what's next uh, post. And now and now it's just awkward like that. You know, remember that black kid holding that white cup and he's like, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Terrence. 
Terrence a sub. Thanks in part to Matt Poche for gifting him a sub. Thank you, Matt Poche. You're the best. We just completed level one of the hype train because of you and Lil Uzi with current conditions in the BiffNet World Headquarters. 76 degrees. Very nice. I like. Thank you, Steven. I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, JM Sizzle with the 21 bits. I think I got it, but if I didn't, thank you. Very much appreciated. Um, Sports headlines. Correa at the Greyhound Station downtown. That's not a sports headline. Not at all. Uh, All right, so yeah. So now it's going to be awkward in Cleveland. Heartthrob! Oh, my God! Heartthrob! Heartthrob said... Uh, I stopped at Bucky's in Denton for gas. Oh man, bro, I forgot how far you're driving. You need to you need to save your damn bits for gas money, fam. That's crazy. Shelby, thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. I appreciate you. Amos, thank you for the 200 bits. Y'all trying to see some bitty titty, ain't you? That's what it is. Y'all trying to get some titty out of me. I know, I know how y'all roll, you little dirty bastards, trying to see these man boobs. So, man, I'm gonna be here for it. I don't care. I'm a hoe. What can I say? Shelby, thank you for that bit, sweetie. Holy shit, we're almost to level three. You guys are amazing, man. Ama- I wish some itty bitty titties. No, Steven, these are these are big fat honking meaty titties. These are look at look 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 at this side profile. This side profile screams uh man brawl. Look at that. Look at the gut too. God damn. <sighs> these titties is groat eight eight and a half hours yeah no trust me i've made that drive fam i've driven to wichita before it ain't fun potch thank you for the 100 bits my friend i appreciate you guy thank you uh total dollar said no i will pay for no titties no i mean that's what the rules are we get to level we get to level five of the hype train daddy pulls a titty out and then we do a shot like that's just the rules i don't make the rules i mean i do make the rules but i don't make the rules once i make the rules does that make sense i don't think that made sense i don't think that made sense at all and that's okay uh we live and learn donna thank you for the 40 bitties sweetie i very much appreciate you joe thank you for the 25 bits my friend you guys are amazing man i really don't deserve y'all i swear to god um flip okay hold on let's get to the main we'll come back to the headlines i don't know if you guys even give a shit today i know i don't i really didn't want to do a show today if you follow me on twitter you know i was in my feels today and we'll talk about that in a second but b would you ever get a breast reduction no no i wouldn't i wouldn't get a breast reduction i would just go on a goddamn diet joe thank you for the 25 bits my friend i would just go on a goddamn diet and that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm already down. So, we made chili this weekend, which is never a good sign. It's high in sodium. You're going to gain a lot of weight. Now, we do use turkey meat. I know this is Texas, but I'm fat, bitches, okay? I'm not showing a butt cheek, D-Mata. That Now you're just requesting body parts, and that's super awk, okay? that is. Don't start requesting my body parts, D-Mata. Don't make it awk between us. Anyways, we had chili this weekend, and I ended up, as I always do, eating most of it myself. And you guys, if you're a Texan, Virginia Buttonweed, Charles Garza, and some others would absolutely... Oh, we are almost at level three, aren't we? We are 3% from level three. Uh, Hype train. Uh, Look, you guys would absolutely roll over in your grave knowing that a Texan like myself 
eats chili the way we eat chili, but we just do. It's we love it. It's delicious. Don't give a shit what you think. This is how we eat our chili. Point being, um, Sunday night, Sunday night. Potch, thank you for the five bits, my friend. Appreciate you, buddy. Sunday night, I got on the scale with a belly full of chili. What's up, Walt? I weighed 216 pounds. It's the fattest I've been in my life. But now it's the second time that I've been this fat. Uh, I was 216 another time, and it was the lowest point of my weight loss gain thing. So I was back at it. But I knew, look, I had chili in my body. I woke up the next morning. I think I was 213. I lost three pounds of chili. Didn't even poop. No, only way after you poop. No, but this was, yeah. No, this was right before I got in the shower. By the way, side note, and you can tell the Adderall's not working because I'm all over the goddamn map. <clears throat> side note, I don't want to brag. Guys, thank you so much for the hype train, by the way. I very much appreciate you getting us in. Uh, you guys are badass. Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits. Hype train, two gifted subs, 2,342 bits. You guys are fucking amazing. We didn't get to Titty Town on the train, but God damn it, I still love you no matter what. Look at you. Philip said I'm down uh, from 397 to 345. You go, boy. That's amazing, dude. Seriously, that's badass. Congratulations, friend. That's how you do it. Uh, yeah, Alex said overnight natural fasting. Sorry, I hit the wrong button. Yeah, no, no, that's true. Anyways, I woke up at 2.13 on Monday morning. This morning, I woke up, I'm 2.10. So, I'm not, me, nor and I have gone walking uh, the last two nights. Obviously, we're not going to do that tonight because of sports riot. Tomorrow, I got the TV show, and then I'm hanging out with you guys at Kobo's. So, not going to walk in, but, you know, got a couple of uh, rounds of exercise. I've been eating better um, during the day. I just maybe eat some eggs, and then at night, we have a sensible meal, so... Trying to get back into it, man. I got to get rid of these titties. But yeah, flip. That's a long way of saying no. I would just do it the old-fashioned way or I wouldn't do it. I'd just waller in my own fatness as opposed to going out. Now, I would get a chin reduction. If there was a if there was a surgery where I could just get rid of neck fat, first of all, it would be terrible because I would probably never diet. I would be like 800 pounds, but I would have the neck of a 120-pound woman. It would be uh stepping out for gas and snacks back in a bit love you love you too boo boo appreciate you philip bernard uh, uh chuck never boogies i'm 245 solid get your bread up no you need to put the bread down fam <laughs> get your bread up you need to put them carbs down uh Walt said who you talking to me or philip Walt said you wear it well i wouldn't have guessed you weighed that much oh yeah yeah Fat as fuck, homie. Just uh, flips it. Just do some blow for a weekend like every other Hollywood star. No, I'm not. No, no, I don't think Nora would appreciate me doing blow. I almost didn't share the choo choo. Uh, the thing. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Walt. I appreciate that. No, I'm fat as shit. You would be disgusted if you saw me without a shirt. Uh, Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits. I almost missed it. My bad. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for helping out. Uh, Okay. So we got a lot to get to. Let's get let's get back onto it. Don't forget this is a three hour Thursday, by the way. And uh, if you are a member of the Patreon, then you will have access to the link. We do a private show. I'm your private dancer. You two been for nothing. Uh, we're gonna be over there. I'm I am big boned. 
Actually, I think I'm just fat boned, to be honest with you. Um, wow. I don't know what that meant at first. Alex said uh, Barry's neck reduction surgery would take a team of D. A team of dicks? Or doctors? You just can't spell. You dumb bitch. If you're going to crack on me, finish your goddamn sentence, you moron. You need a brainiotomy, idiot. All right. Uh, don't forget, it is three hour third. No, it's too late, bitch. You can't put asterisks on a rank. Get the fuck out of here, Alex. Oh, dumbass. Alex is slim and sexy, though, so he can talk shit. He ain't fat. Uh, anyways, you guys stop distracting me. I gotta go take my Adderall. What was I telling you guys? Oh, three hour Thursday. <laughs> Get on the Patreon. You can join us for hour three where we do wild and crazy shit. We do unboxings when I get Amazon packages. I laser my balls. Um, we do we we get emotional, we get philosophical, we we get crazy and have fun, we get drunk, we get all kinds of things go down in hour number three on Thursdays. You do not want to miss it. Plus, if you really want to support the show and see it continue and keep it going, all you gotta do is go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. There are a couple of different um categories that you can join the patreon on there's the five dollar category which is the big deckhead category there's the ten dollar category which is the huge deckhead category uh you can save 10 percent by signing up for the year you get a ton of stuff the best part charles knows the best part is really access to the discord i keep it tight it's a community i don't just let anybody into my discord you got to be a member of patreon and i'm telling you right now it is 100 absolutely worth it and i'll explain why in just a second uh, yeah, we did in the third hour of the show. Once I gave Fidel a microwave cause he said he never didn't have a microwave. So how big were those skinny jeans you wear? What are you talking about? They're stretchy. That's the key. Got to get stretchy. Anyways, go join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. It's appreciated. It's three hour Thursday. Also, the reason why you want to join is we do a bunch of cool community shit. Now, one of those things that we have going on, thanks to uh, fellow deckhead Virginia Buttonweed and a group of angel investors, is we do fundraisers and community events. And last year on St. Patrick's Day, we did a fundraiser where uh, every for every picture you posted on the Discord of green beer or green alcohol, uh, we donated money. Virginia Buttonweed and our angel investors donated money to Special Pals. So this year, obviously, with things going on in the Ukraine, it's a little bit different, and the stakes are higher, and they mean more. So what we're doing this year for a St. Patrick's Day fundraiser is we're, we're raising money for the World Central Kitchen. Go to WCK.org, uh, where you can donate. All you have to do, now this is crazy and easy, go to WCK.org and donate. Then just take a screenshot of your donation or forward your receipt over to Jen. Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. It's right there on your screen. Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. When you donate to WCK and then send proof of that to Jen, our angel investors, which includes uh, Virginia Buttonweed, they're going to match your donation. They're going to match all of the Deckhead donations and community donations up to $3,000. So if I can convince enough of you, to donate and equal $3,000, we as a show and as a community will have raised $6,000 that'll go directly to World Central Kitchen, who are out there. They've already served over a million meals to Ukrainians in Poland and in the Ukraine and in the surrounding areas, Maldives, everywhere. So 
it's super important. They're, they are literally boots on the ground at the scene, helping people, giving them food, which is by far the most needed thing right now for anyone not in the military. And these people are hungry and they are without homes. And this is an amazing organization. So I highly encourage you to do this. Look, I would love to say we raised $6,000. But if I can just get you guys to collectively give $500, I would be so excited. So please take five minutes out of your day. Go to WCK.org. Make a donation. I don't give a shit if it's five bucks, 10 bucks, a hundred bucks, whatever you can afford. Send that proof, that screenshot or that receipt that you get in your email over to Jen, Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. And we will make sure our angel investors match your generosity so that we can help the people that need the help the most. And I appreciate you guys. And I love you guys for always stepping up big. Zoom out when we do these kinds of things. And this will be no different. Myself, Nora and I are going to commit to, to uh, donating $100 to WCK.org. So right now we're already at $200. bucks. i am going to give $100. Bucks, well, Nora and I, because we wanted to do it anyways. And then when Virginia Buttonweed approached and said, hey, let's do our St. Patrick's Day fundraiser for WCK. I was like, in. He's like, and we'll match up to 3K. I was like, in, because I wanted to donate anyways. But now I can get it matched even better. Hey, don't scream at night, bot, okay? Uh, so, yeah, wait, what? That's cool. I'll get busy on that today. I don't know if that was for, was that for us? I don't know, CC, if you're talking to me or not. I hope so. Uh, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. No idea what that means. Discord gets litty. Yes, it does. What's up, Sean? Uh, we look at Truman's cat. Yeah, they look at my pusses when we're. It doesn't sound as good plural. If I just had one cat, I could say, "Yeah, I let the guy, I let the, I let the chat look at my puss during hour three, and then just be like, oh, it's just a Oliver." Uh, anyways, Fidel said, "All the public outreach we do is the best part of Barry on Deck. Make me feel like I'm actually helping our community. I love it. Well, you are actually helping, Fidel. And tomorrow, I've got another thing that you guys can do locally to help. But, uh, yeah." This is what we do, man. This is I've always been passionate and always wanted to be able to use a platform to help people in some way, shape, or form. And I'm blessed. So we as a community are blessed to have folks like you and folks like Virginia Buttonweed who can step up as help and help us out in so many different ways. So I appreciate it, man. I thank you guys. We won't linger on it. We got a lot of sports and fun to get to. Uh, but please donate if you can. I'll probably remind you one more time uh, to do so. And anything helps. Five, ten bucks. Get it matched. And, and here's the best part. If you're a deckhead and you're on Patreon and you're on the Discord, if you do not have the funds to vote and I complete to, 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 to donate, and I completely understand I, our, all of our current situations, money is tight. If you cannot donate, I have an easy way for you to contribute $25 to our fundraising goal. Very simple. Just post a picture on the Discord with something green in it for St. Patrick's Day. Whatever it is, whether it's, um, a, a picture of you in a green shirt, drinking a green beer, holding a, a clover, a four-leaf clover, green hat, green socks, green underwear. I don't give a shit what it is. Post a picture of you with something green or St. Patrick's Day, and our angel investor group is going to add $25 to our donation pot. Now, I do want you to understand you can't post a picture and donate and try to double dip. Uh, the picture thing will go out the window and they'll just match your donation, but they're going to give up to $3,000. So no matter how you do it, let's do it. I'd love to say we raised $6,000. JM says, what's up, homie? Appreciate you, man. Cheers to you too. Uh, Barry Demata says, Barry. I just got bitched out by Jennifer because I talked to her like an idiot when explaining on how to do something on the PC. Does Nora do that to you? <laughs> 
No, 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 no. But I don't talk to my wife like she's an idiot. That's not how you make a happy wife. Um, so I will explain stuff to her. Or a lot of times what I'll do is I'll just say, would you like me to fix it? I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do it for you. I'll do that. Um, but inevitably what happens with my wife, my wife, is I'll be like, hey, babe. Uh, she'll, go, she'll be like, babe, I can't get this to work on my phone or I can't get this to work or this to work. And I'm like, no problem, fam, I got you. And then I'll go and start helping her. And if I don't get it fixed, if I don't get it fixed within five to 10 seconds, she hits me with that. Never mind. Forget it. I'm like, what the, what? Oh my God. That makes me so angry. I'm like, would you just give me this? I'll figure it out for you. No, I didn't think it was going to be this big of a deal. I'm like, it's 10 goddamn seconds. No, I know, but I don't want to put you out. You were busy. Go back to the, no, let me help you. I love helping you. I want to help you. You're my wife. I want to fix all your problems. All of them. I fall. I hate that so much. Babe, my iPhone keeps shutting down. Okay, I think I can fix it. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Never mind. Never mind. Like, what? I love her to death, and I would do anything for her, but that drives me crazy. And then I have to tell her. <laughs> Queen B Spice says Ray Lucio enters the chat. Yeah, he's probably on Podbean like, hey, man, don't be talking about my sister. Let's see. Is, is Ray over there? On Podbean, we got Titan Hugo, Eric Resendez, Truck Driver Pookie, and Christopher Reyes over there trying to save the bean. What's up, boys? Welcome to the pod, Bean. We had Queen Anita pop in for a second. And uh, no one told her to stick around. But that's all right, guys. Do your job. Jesus. Um, let's see. Uh, Nora, I thought you were an IT guy. Forget it. No, that's not what she's saying. Some problems are difficult to solve, Alex. Like your stupid, ugly face. That's a hard problem to solve. Yeah, Ray's not a snitch. Uh, No, I don't think he would be. Um, you talk about your wife like she's smarter than you. Oh, you talk to your wife like she's smarter than you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You definitely do that. Don't talk to your wife like she's dumb. Hey, Christopher Mina. Thank you for the 25 bits, buddy. I appreciate you. Yeah, definitely don't talk to your wife like she's stupid. That's not how you that's not how you do that. That's not gonna get it. Okay, let's get to our sports headlines. We we started and then stopped. Let's restart this battle. Let's do it again. All right, here's your sports headlines. We talked a little bit about Baker Mayfield and now how awkward it is in Cleveland. The Texans also signed backup quarterback Kyle Allen. Davis Mills is the future, y'all. But apparently Kyle Allen is the backup. And I think Jeff Driscoll is still in town, which is weird. Cowboys are going to release starting right tackle Lyle Collins. They couldn't find a, dra uh, uh, a trade uh, for him, they obviously didn't come to any kind of restructuring terms or what have you. So they're just going to outright release him. Now they did designate him as a June a post June one release, so they'll save I think like eight million or something like that on the cap. They still have some dead money, but they'll save a little as well. The Bills got Cole Beasley after not finding a trade partner for him. Uh, they also Bills making news by inking Von Miller to a six year. Listen to me, people. Let's zoom out. No, god damn it. Done shit. I said zoom out, you raggedy bitch. I need you guys to listen and listen good. They signed Von Miller to a six million. Six million. Six year. No, oh, fuck it. It's too late now. We done, it's done all got messed up. Who gives a shit? I was trying to be dramatic. Got this new little zoom in feature where I can be like, dun, 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 you ragged a bitch. But I messed it up. I said six million. Stupid ass. 
six years, 120 million, 51.5 million of Von Miller's contract is guaranteed. It looks like it's going to go about three years, and he's either going to quit and retire, or they're going to cut him. But that that 51 million is guaranteed. And I tell you what, man, this is a contract paid on reputation. Now his numbers weren't terrible, but he also spent a lot of his season next to Aaron Donald, which will make anybody look better. And look, that Denver defense was good, but when they traded Von Miller, they were still fine without him. So, I mean, he's not terrible, but I think that they overpaid and reached for Von Miller. But what you going to do? Got your money spent, I guess. Uh, Brittany Griner's detention in Russia is said to be extended through May 19. I got to say this, folks, and this is going to be very unpopular. Zoom out. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, Drew, that's true. Drew said he was also the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Von Miller? No. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it Cooper? Why are you confusing me? Uh, are you talking about the Denver Super Bowl? Okay, yeah, I thought you were talking about LA for a second. I was like, wait, no, what? Do I remember this wrong? Um, what's happening over here? Oh, that's dirty. Walt can green Mata post his green card for a donation. <laughs> it's all right, Drew. Be drunk, baby. It's St. Patrick's Day. If ever there's a day to be drunk, today's the day. And we got a birthday today we got to get to as well. Just a second. I hadn't forgot. I hadn't forgot. We're going to get to it. I just want to say one thing on this Brittany Griner thing in Russia. And this is going to really piss some of you off. And that's okay. I don't care. This is my opinion. This is what I think. You don't like what I think? Don't at me, hoes. But here's the deal. Unless that hash oil that she was busted for was planted on her, I don't know if I can fully rally around all of our congressional men and women in Washington, D.C. fighting tooth and nail to get Brittany Griner home. I know that the Congressional Black Caucus has been all over this. I know that some people in the House and the Senate are all over this. I know that some people that are not in politics but are still, they're trying. And listen, I get it. Given the current climate of the world, I understand the circumstances. But if she broke the law, she broke the law. I would ask you for one second. I would ask you for one second to consider that if, that Russian uh, figure skater, okay? Let's say she's over here uh, doing some figuring and some skating. And on her way out of town, um, back to Russia, she gets busted with some crack cocaine or some heroin, you know, some black tar, some, some so I should say, some heroin, some, some, uh, some white girl, I don't know. I forgot what they called it. Uh, don't they say do they call they call cocaine white girl right or is that whatever? Let's say she's busted with drugs. If she bust if she's busted, she she broke a law in this country. Whatever penalty is given to her, she should have to abide by. And I understand again. This is kind of like my saying the the thing I tweeted last night where I got jumped by a couple people, including Shelby, whom I love dearly. Uh, about my stance on uh, um, giving uh, supplying arms to the Ukraine, just a, just a conversation, just a comment, just a thought. But if Brittany Griner broke a law in Russia, 
what are we going to trade a fucking Russian spy for her? Like, bro, we have a valuable Russian asset and now we're going to go trade her for a WNBA basketball player that does hash. I just, I, I, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I look, I want her home just because I, I still love you too, Shelby so much. I, I want her home. You know what I mean? Like I don't want her uh, in harm's way in this current political climate. And that's the thing I want you guys to understand. My statement isn't that I wanted to rot in a Russian jail cell in the middle of an upheaval like we're in right now and a world war. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that in most cases, folks would still be like, oh no, we got to get this superstar, this athlete who broke a law home. Would we think the same way if the tables were turned? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if Fidel said Russia's the last place, I want to break a law. Exactly. Tony said she did a crime, but Russia shouldn't use her as a political pawn. Totally agree with that as well. Totally agree with that as well. Don't have a problem with that. But at the end of the day, she broke a law. And again, that's why I'm saying I'm not, I'm not trading one of our most valuable assets that we have, maybe a Russian spy or some shit like that. Or, okay, we'll buy some oil from you. I'm sorry, don't have illegal substances in that country in your bag, and none of this happens. None of this happens. But I think this is a lot different, although she was detained long before the war started. So let's all be, let's make sure we're clear about that. She was detained, not arrested, they said, but detained, totally arrested. She was detained by Russian authorities before the war broke out. So what happened, though, is the timing of it and the circumstances of it were awful because then shortly after the war happens and now she's this political pawn that's being used and it sucks. But at the end of the day, at face value, other circumstances notwithstanding, don't think we should make special treatments or favors for somebody that breaks the law in another country. I just don't. <laughs> Alex said we should trade Demata for the Russians would be like, no deal. Uh, Amos said it might just be illegal to fly with might not be illegal in Russia. Okay. Fair point. Actually though, I don't know if that's the case Amos, because I know in the United States, for example, you can board an aircraft in California with weed. You can be in Colorado and get on a plane with weed. But as soon as you land in a state where it is not legal, you have broken a law. You are in possession of a controlled substance and you have broken a law. So you can actually, they can't stop you for getting on a plane with weed in your pocket because that weed that you have is legal in that state and you're still in that state. It's crazy, but you absolutely can buy weed and bring it home. No one's going to stop you at the airport. You buy weed in Vegas or Colorado or California and you want to bring it home. They're not going to say a goddamn, you can put that shit in your backpack. They don't care. Now, they might radio ahead. Uh, folks on the ground in Houston, we've got a guy. He's a fledgling twitch fuckface with big nose and a green shirt. He is packing some marijuana. That's right. He's got a backpack full of Mary Jane. You're going to want to arrest this fool as soon as he steps off the plane. Over. Uh, roger that, Denver. We're in control. So, yeah. Uh, so, um. Anyways, I just wanted to get that thought out on Brittany Griner. I know some of you don't agree with it. And quite frankly, I don't give a fuck. 
but just wanted it's a talking point it's a talking point if we all agreed on everything it would absolutely suck and just to share with you if you don't follow me on twitch at barry is funny on twitch i mean twitter uh also follow on twitch but uh last night i said look i i am a bit concerned the only thing i'm saying and i don't want to turn this into a political chat but that's just so because i talked about it or i mentioned it i said i was a little bit concerned about supplying and arming the ukraine with so much stuff because we did that in Afghanistan and it turned around and bit us in the ass. And it was pointed out to me. And I just said, look, I didn't say it would happen. I'm just saying it's a bit concerning and that we should at least think about what we're doing. And and several people had a great point. This is not the same kind of country. You, the way Ukraine is a democracy. It's been a democracy. Uh, you know, Afghanistan was a little bit different situation economically, uh, financially, uh, People-wise, government-wise, so I understand that. I'm just saying that, I and I know that our lawmakers are considering that. At least I hope they would. But it's just a, a, a point, just a, huh, last time we did this, it didn't go so well. So just, yeah, I'm not saying you don't do it. Just saying and think it through. That's, that was the whole point of that. And uh, it upset a few people. A teacher yelled at me. Uh, D. Green yelled at me. Shelby got mad at me. And again, it's okay if you didn't like that take that doesn't hurt my feelings. We are all individuals and we all have different reasons to like or not like some of the things that we say. So I'm totally okay with y'all not agreeing with it. Dimana, if you don't stop posting in Russian in this goddamn chat, stop it. What are you doing? Uh, Amos said ASAP Rocky broke a law aboard, uh, a law abroad and they made sure they got him home. Again? I don't know if I'm okay with that. I was. I'm not watching. Let's take a gander, though. I do have, um, I do have the tourney page pulled up. Let's uh, let's take a look at it. Let's see what the scores are. Jared, Jared coming through with the 200 bits. Thank you, my friend. I very much appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Very kind of you. Uh, let's see. Let's pull this up. Here's your scoreboard. If you're not watching, maybe you're stuck at work or whatever. 58-51 uh, Memphis over Boise State. That's a nine seed and an eight seed. Also going on. Oh, my. This is who I would have picked for sure. 100% Norfolk State over Baylor. Who the fuck? I'm getting a call from 832-555. What the fuck? 832-555-0314. It's fucking directory assistance. Um, Norfolk State uh, losing 67-39 to Baylor. Tennessee beating up on Longwood. <laughs> Longwood. 54-29. Uh, Iowa and Richmond kind of tight with three minutes left in the first. And a couple of finals for you if you give a shit and I don't. Providence beat South Dakota State 66-57. And we have our first upset, ladies and gentlemen. I never heard. Michigan beat Colorado State 75-63 in a game that will go down as one for the ages. I don't know if that's true. I just I just said that. Zoom out. I don't I don't know. I'll probably watch a few games here and there just because there won't be anything else on TV, but I'm just going to be honest with you. If you don't come here because of that, I get it. I totes get it. But I don't want to also uh I also don't want to discourage you guys from talking about it in chat. I know you guys love March Madness. Talk about it. Do it. Post it. Sis. But I don't want to pretend like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like if I tried to talk about fucking, I don't know, curling or some shit. I don't know about that sport. So 
I'm not going to pretend like I do. Uh, Mike Jones is calling. No, it's me, Barry Pickup. No, seriously, it was 832. Look, this was the weirdest shit. 832-555-0314. Like, who would be calling that has that number? Because 555 numbers are, like, not real numbers. That shit shows up in TV and movies and shit so they can act like they have a real number. It's weird. Uh, okay, we have to do a toast. What's this, 249? We have a birthday. Let me go get my shot glass. It's super important. All right, I don't have any more Jameson, so I can't do a shot of Jameson on St. Patrick's Day, which feels like sacrilegious. It really does. Skinny jean sighting. Uh, what did Potch say? Longwood needs to penetrate the paint more. <laughs> Very nice, I like. Yeah, Venmo. Drop your, uh, drop your Venmo, Charles. You know how the deckheads do. Okay, get your shot glasses out. I know most of you raggedy bitches are drinking already. It's St. Patrick's Day and it's March Madness. So I know some of y'all have uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in work Lying bitches Everybody should be able to toast and drink for this birthday And this birthday This goes out To my guy Charles Garza Charles, my friend Happy birthday to you, buddy I hope you have a fantastic day, buddy I do Happiest of happy birthdays I hope you get roadhead or a hand job, or whatever it is you're into, man. Most importantly, I hope you have a kick-ass day. Happy birthday, Charles. Cheers. Mm. Man, that's so good. Unbelievable. Everybody, please wish Charles a happy birthday. All right, let's get to some more sports. I actually have... Believe it or not, more sports headlines for you. So let's cover the rest of those. Oh, did we didn't. I, I did my Brittany Griner speech. Also, uh, Steph Curry is expected to be back by the playoffs. He was had his ankle. He sprained his ankle or had it rolled on or whatever by Marcus Smart. And then um, Steve Kerr kind of griped at Marcus Smart. Now, Smart, um, Draymond Green, Steve Kerr both saying it wasn't dirty. It was just an unnecessary play. But bad news for the Warriors who have had their fair share of injury issues. Draymond just now coming back from injury. And now Steph goes on the um, the uh, the IR and will be, will be ready for the playoffs. But again, no Steph for the rest of the regular season. Now the question I think, and I think it's safe to say, the Warriors are a wonderful team. Draymond and Steph and... Uh, crew and now clay we all know what they're capable of but they're brittle i mean this is a they are they they are not tough they're scary but they just don't seem tough or they're just bad luck or i don't know but man this is a team that has had a lot of injury issues in history over the course of several years not all their fault a lot of this is freak stuff 
And it sucks if you're a Warriors fan or a player. But it's weird. I mean, like, man, they really going through some shit. Uh, one more basketball note before we finish up our headlines, by the way. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, LeBron's pissed. LeBron is ready to lose his mind out in L.A. And things didn't get better last night. <laughs> he gives a wide open pass to uh, Russell Westbrook, who is wide open for a three. Airballs it. And then <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns is like checking the wind in the stadium and like, like, oh, it was so embarrassing. And you know LeBron is pissed. He's so frustrated right now. And then Pat Beverly called uh, Westbrook trash because he stole a pass from him. And you watch the defense. Westbrook gets a turnover. Pat Bev gets a steal. And then in typical James Harden fashion, Westbrook watches the fast break. It's just awful, man. He's just in he Westbrook has absolutely lost. And I asked this question on Twitter. Somebody said, uh, has there been a, a better MVP season or something like that with some of Westbrook's stats? Has there been a bigger fall from Grace faster than Russell Westbrook? Now, I understand that guys have done well and then fell off like Jeremy Lin. This is not the same thing. This is a guy, a triple double machine, a a MVP who is now benched, not even the sixth man consideration, can't shoot, no confidence, everyone hates him. Like, has there been a bigger fall from grace, at least in the last several years, than what is happening to Russell Westbrook? Holy shit. The, 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 I liken it a little bit to like a Chuck Nabla, uh, who... Just at some point, he just could not throw to first base from second base in baseball. Or Rick Ankeel, who couldn't hit the glove and had to convert to an outfielder. Like, it's just one of those, Russ cannot make a shot. He's now like, even Ben Simmons was like, holy fuck, bro, what are you doing? At least Ben knows don't shoot. Russ was like, I still got it. They're like, Russ, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't still have it, buddy. It's sad. I mean, I'm not a huge Russ fan. I'm not a hater, but man, as my buddy um, Jermaine Warren says in one of his jokes, the descent was swift. Oh, that's a good one, Amos. That's a good one. Amos said Carl Malone fell off like this. I think age had a lot to do with that, though. Um, Total Dallas said he didn't do any of that MVP stuff when OKC was a contender, only when they lost Harden and KD. I mean, CC with the update, Memphis with the dub. Westbrook was always a stat chaser in OKC. Yeah, I mean, he's always been a stat chaser, but that's that's Harden too. A lot of these cats are stat chasers. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Um... The Warriors stars have a lot of miles on those wheels. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. Drew's that. Look at Drew coming in angry. LeBron can S a D. He picked that team. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Um, what does it say? Total Dallas said. Oh, I'd pay money to see Westbrook go to Long Beach and actually try to throw one in the Pacific. That's a little harsh. Uh, Westbrook. So Walt said Westbrook is the only player with that much physical ability to never work on his game. Great observation. 
great observation. And I'm sure he works hard. Look, you, I will say you don't get to the level he got to without working hard, without practicing. But it's easier to continue to practice and hone the skills you're good at as opposed to really focus on the shit you're bad at. And that's just human nature. That's all of us. Fidel said the fall of Mello. Nah, not even close. That was a gradual thing. This is like, I mean, remember before last season, before the start of that season, the Rockets were Western Conference final contenders with a duo of Russ and James. And then James left and Russ bailed too. And they and then like, man, Russ hasn't been the same since. And to be honest with you, he wasn't even the same here. So, you know, it's like, I think a lot to do with what Total Dallas said when he was by himself and able to rack up the stats was great. Russ is not a good Robin. He's a Batman, but actually he's almost a Superman. Like he doesn't want a, a secondary star around him or need it. He's got to be able to do his own thing. And look, let's, let's talk about what happened in OKC once Russ left and, and Chris Paul took over. And what happened to the Rockets once Chris Paul left and Russ took over? So, I don't know. It's interesting, man. But the fall from grace for Russell Westbrook has been terrible. Um, let's talk about this. It's 2.58. Uh, I will remind you again about St. Patrick's Day. Also, don't forget for all the Patreon members, it is three-hour Thursday. So, we're going to do a third hour of the show. It is on YouTube. Uh, you, it is unlisted. So, you got to have the link in order to watch it. And the only place I'll put the link is on the Patreon and on the Discord. And you can't get to the Discord unless you're a member of the Patreon. So if you want to do that, if you want to hang out with us for the third hour on Thursdays, and you want to support the show and a creator like myself, go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck, sign up two tiers, $5, $10, save 10% when you sign up for the year. It's a great bargain. It's a great value. You get access to the Discord, which is absolutely worth it. But you get a whole lot more than that, including, for example... Had you been a huge deckhead for at least the last six months, I would be sending you one of these Barry on Deck mouse pads absolutely free. I have sent coffee cups. We have sent beanies. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's totally worth it. You get all that shit throughout the year, plus you get some swag when you join. Access to the Discord. Uh, you get the you get the audio version of the show on Patreon as well. So a lot of reasons to join, including hey, if you like the show, it helps me stay stay doing it. Uh, if Daddy could pay bills, Daddy can keep going. So I uh, can't wait for my mouse pad. I'm glad, Fidel. I'm excited about these. They came out great. I'm super excited about them. So I'm, I'm using mine right now. Then you, I was like, I don't think I'll use it. I like it. I like having it. So uh, Elway retired after winning the Super Bowl. Does that count as dramatic? No. No. What does this say? Uh, Potch said, what was his high point average that year that he averaged the triple-double? Let's go look. That's a good question. Uh, Russell Westbrook. That's Wikipedia basketball reference. Uh, let's see. So he has averaged a triple-double f- four times in his career. Let me pull this up. Uh, let's see here. And I can tell I hadn't been drinking as much because I, like, I feel that shot a little bit. 
Fidel said, I'm definitely going to show it off at work. That's dope, man. I appreciate that. Don't put your mouse pad in the microwave, Fidel. Yeah, don't do that. Truck driver Pookie said, I didn't get my coffee mug, but I did get a large shot glass with a handle. Thanks, Barry. I was like, bro, I know I sent you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Watch out for the dude with hockey sticks if you're wearing that beanie. Fact. Okay, so here's Russ's stats. The years that he averaged a triple-double, we can look over here. All you need to do is check out like assists and total rebounds to figure that out. So he didn't average one here. He averaged one in 2016, 31 points, 10, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. And he averaged 31 points. He averaged 25 points again when he uh, averaged a triple-double for the season. Did it again. So he did it three years in a row. But his point total went down significantly, 31, 25, 22. Points and rebounds stayed about the same. Rebounds went up a little bit, 22.9, 11, and 10, almost 11. And then he came to Houston and went 27, 7, and 7, or 27, 8, and 7, which is not bad, by the way. 27, 8, and 7 is really good. Uh, and then when he went to Washington, he went 22-11-11. and 11, Another triple-double. So not with Harden. Couldn't get a triple-double in his one year in Houston. Then he goes to Washington and averages a triple-double 22-11-5 and 11-7. So almost 22-12-12. Really good. And then he goes to L.A. and he absolutely shits the bed. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. He's averaging 18, 7, and 7. Oh, Russ. Russ. What happened to Russ? I miss Russ so much. Russ, the Russ I know is dead. You're just some new hacky seventh man off the bench bullshit, Russ. I miss Russ so much. Y'all, Westbrook has fell off. What's up, Faded? Faded said, what's up, y'all? Uh, what's going on? Hope life is well. It's been a minute. It has, man. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for being here. We were just talking about, uh, has there been a bigger fall off in the NBA than Russell Wilson going from an MVP candidate averaging triple doubles to whatever the hell he is now in uh, in LA? Uh, Falcon's going to be lit. What's up, angry? Uh, did we confirm that Watson has has made a deal? Is that what you're saying? Because that's not that's not it yet. I know my girl Rach was like, "Look, <coughs> excuse me, not a COVID cough. I'm just following the the paper trail to Sean to Atlanta." I said, "I said yesterday makes a ton of sense." Hometown boy, we love those stories. This kid grew up poor, and he, he, he was in a poor house and in Atlanta, and now look. We love those kinds of stories as Americans. We do. What happens after that? Ah. Uh, no, TE tweeted that from Atlanta. So let me find you this this uh, tweet from my girl, Rachel. Because she followed the... She said she followed the, the trail. Let's see, Game Day OJ. Good follow on Twitter. Go check out Game Day OJ. Let me find it. Game day. OJ account is suspended. She done fucked around and got suspended. Oh my God. Rachel, what are you doing? 
I don't understand. This, she's just sorry. I also got distracted because I'm on Twitter. I've been talking to. I oh, will do that third hour. I won't. I won't tell you now. I'll tell you about the content repurposing specialist that I'm talking to in the DMs. Uh, Pitts tweeted and deleted it. Okay. Um, Pitts tweeted that two hours ago, then it got deleted. So, Rach had four, uh, I should have screenshotted it, but Rach had four uh, tweets about this that she found from other Atlanta players. And the last one was somebody's like, I'm going to go get me a massage. What? So are they are they hyped up? Is this deal done? I know Watson would love to go back to Atlanta. Don't know. Now, one other thing I want to talk about. If you're in Houston, I think this is going to ring ring more than uh, what is uh, what does this say? That's a repeat from Joel and BK earlier. What would that? Have? I don't know what that means, Donna. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What what would that have to do with this? Um, so I've seen on Twitter, a couple of different people have said, you know, Deshaun, when you do finally leave the city of Houston, don't post a goodbye letter. Don't post a thank you, Houston letter. I don't want to hear it. Just get out, scram, beat it, kid. I don't like you leave. And I don't think Deshaun's problem was ever with the fans. It was never with the city. It was never with anyone other than the front office, specifically Cal McNair and Janice McNair and the powers that be. And the fact that they, they said that they would listen to him and, and value his input and then did the exact opposite of what he had talked about wanting them to do, including bringing in Jack Easterby, including bringing in Nick Casario as GM. And those that was the beginning of the end for Deshaun Watson. Now, what I want to say on this is the following. Because a lot of you... Oh, Walt said I can see game day OJ's tweet. Oh, because I was looking up OJ, not OHJ. That's why. Thank you, Walt. Here, let me find it again. But let's finish this Deshaun Watson topic. Um, The fact of the matter is, all of us have been unhappy at work. All of us have wanted to go somewhere else because of our managers. Does that mean we didn't like the people we worked with? Maybe, maybe not. But usually, if you're making a change because of your boss, nothing else isn't, nothing else, that you're not blaming the other circumstances. It's you didn't like your manager. You didn't like your boss. You didn't like the direction that your company was headed. That's the case with Deshaun Watson. So for those of you that are super angry, for those of you that are wanting to lash out, for those of you that are like, hey, screw you, Deshaun, just get out. Don't say thanks. Don't say bye, bitch. Just leave. Think about it in context. Now, you also have to separate the lawsuits and the sexual assault allegations from the football side of things. If you're lumping them together and that's your reason for want not wanting a, hey, thanks, Houston, on the way out tweet, I get it. But if you're just bitter and mad 
maybe take a step back as a fan and, and process what goes on as a job because this is Deshaun's job. Granted, he makes more than a lot of us do at our job. Most of us do at our job, but he still has a job and he still has bosses and employers and he doesn't like where he works and he wanted out. But as fans, we take it personal. It's like when you get cut off on the freeway. I, I learned this in some motivational bullshit show or seminar one time, but they were like, you know, we road rage is so silly. There's no reason to be angry at someone that cut you off, but we take it personal. It's like when someone cuts you off or they're not doing it, we take it as a personal attack on us. So fans taking take Deshaun Watson as wanting out as a personal attack on He doesn't want to be a Texan. He doesn't want to play in Houston. He doesn't like Houston. I don't like him. The fact of the matter is Deshaun didn't want to be around old corny-ass Jack Easterby and whoever whatever GM they brought in that wasn't the ones he recommended, like Nick Casario. And he probably also... Didn't like Cal McNair, knows that this, this, you know, the, 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 the old issues with this, the front office, uh, don't let the inmates run the prison, all that other bullshit. Dwayne Brown left because he thought this the organization was racist. Arian Foster fully admitted he thought the organization was racist. So you don't really know why a guy wants out, but we have a clue. And Deshaun was pretty specific. Look, I was lied to. I was tricked. Remember those emo tweets he put out? Remember Andre Johnson saying, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I leave? Did you guys crucify the late, the great Andre Johnson, the one of the greatest Texans of all time, for saying that up and criticizing the front office? No. By the way, he was seen in the owner's booth at the end of the season, so they're probably made up by now. But the fact of the matter is, don't be mad at Deshaun for wanting out. We've all wanted to leave a job. We've all wanted to leave an, an employer. That's what this was. You have to also separate the sexual assault allegations. And you guys know where I stand on that. I have had people coming and clowning me because I said, believe all women, no matter what, 100% of the time. And then he was, a, the, the grand jury chose not to pursue charges. And everybody's like, see, Barry, you owe him an apology. I think Flip was one of those guys on Twitter trying to clown me. You owe the nation an apology. You owe him an apology. And who was the other guy that Flip said I owed an apology to? Uh, there was one other guy. And I said, no, I don't. I don't know that I'm an apology. Because I would rather be wrong once out of 100 times than to assume the other 99 times that the females are lying. And again, believe all women doesn't mean all men are guilty. Just so we're clear, it just means we need to look into it and make sure we follow up and not ignore it like we have done as a society and a nation in the past. That's what believe all women is, by the way. I want to see tweets. What tweets? Flip said, why can't we wait until the DA before talking down on the man? That's not the point, Flip. Believe all women isn't about assuming that the man is guilty. It's about assuming she's not lying and then pursuing it, going through an investigation, sending it to a grand jury, finding out if sexual assault actually did occur based on the thoughts of a grand jury. I'd also like to point out that just because you're acquitted by a grand jury doesn't mean you're innocent. It just means they don't think there's enough evidence to go to trial and get a conviction. That's what that means. It doesn't mean you're not guilty, by the way. Just so we're clear. Uh, I want to see tweets. Of what? Yo, what's good? What's up, Degrees? 
Uh, Flip, OJ was found innocent. Court. Uh, I mean, there's that. OJ was found innocent too, Flip. I think you said you would apologize though, Barry. Hmm. I mean, what do you want me to apologize for, guys? You want me to apologize for believing women that say they were sexually assaulted and hoping that it that that it it runs its course in the criminal courts, that the DA uh, uh, pursues the matter, and that we look into it to make sure that dudes aren't out here sexually assaulting women and getting away with it because this old school 1950s mentality. Well, oh, you were raped, but what were you wearing? Were you was your skirt high or your shirt low? That's the bullshit mentality that brings on a statement like believe all women because for so long in this society, we didn't believe women and criminal charges were never pursued. If a man is innocent and a woman is lying, then yes, she should be criticized. He should be exonerated and we should all make sure we learn from that mistake. But the fact of the matter is if you take a hundred cases of sexual assault, I would rather believe all hundred and one of the 99 be wrong and lying and it goes to to it, through the course of the the courts and we find out that she was lying or that there wasn't enough evidence or whatever as opposed to not believing the other 99 women and be like well if you don't have it on video well uh, you probably you know are you sure you didn't consent you were just a little drunk like that kind of bullshit that's the difference that you guys have to separate believe all women doesn't mean all men are guilty that's not what that means. It means we need to believe what they're saying and pursue it and look into it and make sure that we do. Degrees, thank you for the follow, buddy. Uh, Degrees said, you can ask, wait, what did Degrees say? I, I'm new to the channel. Do we ask questions and you answer? Bro, you do whatever you want. Don't pull your dick out. You know, don't be racist. Don't, don't, don't be sexist. Don't be homophobic. Be cool. But yeah, man, you want to talk about something? If I know about it, we'll talk about it. If I don't, I'll be like, I don't know shit about that, fam. What do y'all know? And we can talk about it that way. Uh, but I appreciate you being here, man. Make sure you follow like you did uh, and hang out. I think you'll enjoy the show. We get crazy. We just You happen to show up when we were being serious. But a lot of times, we're not that serious on this show. So, uh, Mimi has a good point. What company gives an employee a say in how the company runs? Maybe a heads up, but no real say in what happens. Great point, Mimi. Great point. It's very true. But if your company says, hey, we value your input, Mimi, and we want to make sure that we're in lockstep as we move this company forward and try to do stuff. And then they ignore the shit out of you and just waste your time. It's going to make it better. Uh, what is always one team? Man, I get back to working on my shit going haywire. Two buzz to fix it. I'm done. Fuck it. Go, Ivan. No, this is not true, by the way. Um, don't please don't believe this. Degrees. Sean says Barry loves soccer and hates baseball, so talk lots of Liverpool. No, nope, let's not do that. I'll talk about liver as a food and pool as a swimming pool, but I do not want to talk about Liverpool. No. No, no, no. Uh okay, so we talked to Sean Watson. We've got uh oh, here's the tweet by Game Day OJ. In regards to Deshaun Watson rumors to Atlanta, she said she followed the money. She followed the trail, and this is where it led. Look at this. She said, I'm following the Twitter page trail, and it looks like all, all signs, 
points at Deshaun Watson. Cherry, thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. Appreciate you. Hey, by the way, shout out to everybody listening on Podbean. I see we got a few new folks over there, Tay and XVK and PBGA. Uh, just so you know, we are live streamed on Twitch, but I do the Podbean live stream as well as an audio only f- for those that want to listen but can't watch. Demata says Barry loves F1, and Demata is a goddamn lie. Uh, Hallie Cherry, it's good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for the 100 bits. Appreciate you. Love you. I hope you got your pot pie. Don't ask. Just follow her on Twitter. Now, this is what Rach said. I'm following the Twitter paper trail, and it looks like all signs point to Deshaun Watson going to the Falcons, starting with Kyle Pitts. It's about to get scary in Atlanta. And then, I guess this got deleted. Then there was IG Mike Davis, who did the looky, looky, looky sign about the Kyle Pitts tweet. It's about to get scary in Atlanta. Felipe! Thank you for the follow, my friend. Welcome to the Deckhead community, you raggedy bitch. I hope you enjoy the show. Hang out. Chill with us. We have a good time. Just give it some time. You might stay around for an hour and be like, I don't know. Come back for a week. If you don't like it after a week or two, yeah, I get it. Don't, I wouldn't hang out either. But uh, hang out for a sec. Now, we've got more tweets. Quincy Avery said, we in Atlanta tomorrow. Pull up. That was to Kaepernick. And then the last tweet was, IG Mike Davis said, massage is much needed. <laughs> I see what you did there, Rach. Deshaun and in the buttholes and massages. I get it now. Zoom out. So there you go. There's your paper trail. Uh, uh, greetings from Brazil. What's up, dude? Thanks for being here. Trading Ryan to get Kaepernick. Congrats. No, stop it. They're not trading. They're not trading Matt Ryan to get Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick did have a workout here uh, recently. A lot of people are like, he's still got it. Let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now. I I thought Kaepernick got a raw deal. However, I think as a team, you're kind of crazy. Unless you're bringing him in as a third string QB backup practice squad option just to see. This dude's been out of football too long. It's been out of football too long. He, he, he There's no way. How long, well, how long has it been since Cap played? When was the last time Cap was on the field? Let's see. Colin Kaepernick. When's the last time he played? It's been at least four years, right? Uh, football reference. Here we go. Let's get this over here. Last time Colin Kaepernick played football, 2016. He played in 12 games. Went one and ten. It's not that good. So it has literally been six years, going on six years, since the man has stepped foot on the field in competitive football. There's no way that you give this guy keys to the kingdom now again you want to sign cap to your practice squad and let him earn his way into a backup role and then maybe he over i get that and look fidel that's not a bad idea either if i'm cap to go to the xfl go to the usfl prove i still got it make them want me right that's like uh it's like when you get dumped go on a diet get your hair did do some push-ups put a roll of nickels in your pants Change things up. Make her want you back. Maybe that's what it is. What does that say? 
Trying to send 200, but mine changed. Oh, really? To a happy smile emoji? No shit. I don't know what's going on, Ivan. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what's happening there. That's super weird, bro. Uh, Hey, what's up? We got eight folks now on the pod beans. Christy, thank you for the 200 bits, sweetie. Appreciate you. Zoom out. All right, so what have we talked about today? We got a lot of shit in already. Lots of sports. Uh, we have talked. Um, we did our news. Did we get through all the headlines? Because there was a lot of damn headlines. We still haven't got through them all. Look at this. Wallace, thank you for the 20 bits, buddy. So Freeman to the Dodgers, $162 million deal. That's going to be the best lineup in baseball. Sorry, Astros fans. Adding Freddie Freeman to that lineup, that's dangerous. The Padres say Fernando Tatis has opted for surgery on his broken left wrist. Zach Greinke, we discussed yesterday, signed a $13 million deal with the Royals. The Colorado Rockies and a head-scratcher for both have signed Chris Bryant to a seven-year, $182 million deal. What I don't understand is why do you trade Nolan Arenado? Why do you let Trevor Story hit free agency, but then you spend $182 million on Chris Bryant? Don't get that, but okay. And if you're Chris Bryant, was this the best offer you had? That's the only reason you go to Colorado. Is no one offered you more money than the Rockies. So I don't know what the hell's going on. Major League Baseball has added 30. 30 oh, shit. Incoming. Guys, Kyle King is raiding the program. Oh, shit. Welcome to all the Raiders. This is Barry on deck. Um, I'm your host, Barry Lavinick, man. Thank you guys for raiding in. Kyle King. Love you, boo-boo. Thank you for the raid. Welcome to everybody. If you don't know who I am, maybe this is your first time watching this little raggedy-ass show I do. Uh, my name is Barry Labanek. I'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian. I am the host of this show. I host a TV show called Houston Sports Show on CW39 in Houston. Uh, I am a former ESPN radio host uh, in Houston as well. So that's what I do. Now I'm a fledgling Twitch fuckface who just uh, talks sports and Tries to make people laugh. So welcome to the program. Thanks for hanging out. I saw Kyle and Tooth Pete were like doing a circle jerk Canadian reach around sidecast show of basketball. So I hope I didn't get too weird. I know Kyle's into butt stuff. So, you know, it's whatever. Y'all are sweet. You shut your whore mouth, Drew. Goddamn right. We're sweet. Okay. Not in front of the company, Drew. We got people showing up. We got guests here. Get your feet off the coffee table, Drew. Uh, but thanks for the raid, Kyle, buddy. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you go and follow Kyle King if you're not already. Potch, thank you for the shout-out, as always. Uh, the Kyle King Show. Follow him. He's a great follow. He's a great streamer. Uh, he's, a, he's a decent person. <laughs> Drew says, sorry, I'll act right. I know you're drunk, Drew. It's fine. You're good. Uh, it's okay. Uh, yes, Alice said, hello, Kingsman. Hello, Kingsman. By the way, Kingsman is way better than what Josh... Tooth Pete Beard calls his guys. Tooth Pete's uh, followers, they're, they're called Peters. They're terrible. They're they are terrible. Uh, yeah, wrong, horrible person. Okay. I mean, I didn't want to say it because you were still here. I just usually talk behind your back with Josh when you're not on the stream and we make fun of your ability, to, your inability to make steak. But no, I do appreciate the raid, homie, man. Thank you. I hope you had a good stream, y'all. Y'all go uh, follow, follow Kyle. Please go follow Kyle. Total Dallas is a Peter. There you go. Well, we knew that. Oh, we knew that. Big, long, skinny, pencil dick. No, okay. We have a lot of fun on the Kyle King show. That's good, Donna. 
glad to hear that. Very glad to hear that. Yes, I know it's the tooth troop, the tooth troop, JM Sizzle. I know. I just like giving him a hard time. So, uh, all right, we still have a lot of shit to get to. We have done the uh, headlines. I'm almost done with the headlines at 325. This is usually like the first 10 minutes of the show. So MLB added 30 double headers to the revised schedule. Chris Sale is going to miss the opener for the stress fracture in his ribs. Uh, boy, you remember back in the day, and this is the only reason I wanted to get through these. Remember when everyone was like, I think we should trade Alex Bregman for Chris Sale. How'd that work out? I mean, I understand Alex Bregman is a little broken right now. His ego is shattered and he's suffering a little bit, but I think I like Alex Bregman and what he's done over the last couple of years as opposed to Chris Sale. You know, World Series is matter. So uh, I think the Astros did the right thing by not trading him. Now, uh, we have talked a plethora of sports, an absolute monster amount of sports. I do want to remind you, because I want to talk about this uh, this assistant principal that got fired for reading a controversial book to his kids. But before we do that, I do want to remind you guys about the fundraiser. We are, this is our second annual St. Patrick's Day fundraiser. It's going on right now. It's going on right now. Oh, I see what you did there. The real devil's threesome. Ah, a lot of inbreeding. Yeah, that is true. Uh, very true. Now, I, I, I want to say like last year the, we raised money for special pals. All you had to do was post a picture of you with a green beer or green shot or jello shot on the discord. Uh, now it's a little bit different. The stakes are raised because of what's going on in Ukraine and world war three. So what we're doing is we're raising funds for the world central kitchen who has already passed out over a hundred meals. They go to the Ukraine. They are in Poland. They are in the surrounding state countries. And they are making food on the spot and feeding Ukrainians that are displaced from their homes because of the war. They have already passed out over a million meals to Ukrainians, and they continue to do that. And they need our support and our money to be able to feed these folks uh, who are just in, in the worst possible situation they could be in. So I want to encourage you guys to donate. Go to WCK.org. Can somebody throw that in the chat, please, Matt or Donna or Jen? WCK.org. Donate. Five bucks, 10 bucks, 25 bucks, whatever it is. And then when you donate, I want you to email that receipt or a screenshot or just proof that you donated to WCK.org and email it to Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. That's Jen, J E N N, at BarryOnDeck.com. And we, through our angel investors, are going to match your donations up to three. <laughs> thousand dollars that means if we can get you guys to donate three grand our angel investors which include virginia buttonweed and others are going to match that three thousand we will raise six thousand dollars for one of the most worthwhile organizations on the planet right now feeding people who need food desperately so i want to encourage you guys go to wck.org donate send us a screenshot hell send it to me on twitter at barry is funny i don't give a shit instagram i don't care where you just get it to us so that we can make sure we get it matched and try to hit this goal of $6,000. Also, if you're a deckhead and you are on the Discord, uh, if you can't donate, if you don't want to donate, you don't have the money or whatever, that's fine. Just post a picture of you with uh, wearing green or drinking a green beer, and we will contribute $25 to the overall fundraising effort. So I appreciate you guys. Thanks for always stepping up deckheads and being a positive light and giving back to our community. 
and the community around the world. When, 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 when we're needed, we step up big, and I appreciate that, and I love you guys for it. So uh, make sure you do that. If you got questions, let me know. Let somebody in the chat know. We'll, we'll get it all answered for you. Uh, made it to Dallas. Let's go, Heartthrob. See you soon, buddy. What are you talking about, Wills? Uh, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means. I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, my screen just went blank. That was weird. Okay. Uh, I do want to talk about this assistant principal. You guys, this man on your screen, his name is, let me get his name. He's a miss. He's assistant principal in Mississippi. His name is Toby Price. And Toby was the AP at Gary Road Elementary School in Byram, Mississippi. Well, they do a weekly Zoom reading where the principal will read a book to the students via Zoom or via Zoom if you're uppity. So the principal was not there that day. So Toby Price was on the clock. You're up, Toby. The principal's gone. You're the assistant principal. Step up and read a book. And Toby was like, sir, yes, sir. So Toby, Toby goes in his office and grabs a book. And that book is titled, I Need a New Butt by Don McMillan. There is actually a children's book out there called I Need a New Butt. I imagine that. Let me read you what this book is about. The book, <laughs> written by Don McMillan and illustrated by Ross Kenyard, is ranked 34th on Amazon's top 100 in books and has a reading age of 6 to 10 years old. It's about a boy who notices his bottom has a huge crack. Get it? And sets off to find a new one. That's according to the Amazon synopsis of the book. The principal said, I wasn't a lot of thought put into it. I just grabbed a book that I had nearby that I knew that I loved. I thought the kids would like and, and like would like and read it. That's what Toby said. That's what prompted Toby to read the book, I Need a New Butt, to a bunch of kids. Turns out he was right. The kids loved the book. They kept coming up to me and telling me how funny they thought it was. Price recalled later he got a call from the superintendent, and that's when everything was a blur. He was forced to resign terminated or be terminated immediately. He said he chose not to resign because he felt resigning was almost like saying they were right and you were wrong. So he was terminated. For violating, for Price did not demonstrate professional standards. This is the best part of the story. This is the absolute best part of the story. Price read phrases. Now these are, again, these are second graders. How old are you in second grade, by the way? How old are you in second grade? How old are second graders? Uh, I, I don't know. But this are, these are some, seven? Okay. So he read a book that was written for six to 10-year-olds to seven and eight-year-olds. Okay. Price read phrases like fart. I never heard of it. 
or blew his butt apart and split it clean in two. I never heard of it. And showed illustration of the character's naked bottom, which also contributed to the reason for his termination as outlined in the letter. So there's a phrase in this book that actually says blew his butt apart and split it clean in two. I really want to read this book, guys. I need a new butt. Like, I'm, this is pretty much my reading level. I need a new butt. I wonder if there's like a bootleg PDF version of it. I, I want to read it. Can someone send it to me on like Amazon Kindle or some shit? If this book has a phrase that says blew his butt apart and split it clean in two, I'm in. Fam, I'm in. <laughs> Ivan said, I was five in the second grade, but I was a Mexican prodigy. Okay. Yeah, give me that for Christmas, Terrence. That'd be great. Hey, babe, what do you want for Christmas? I need a new butt. You want butt implants for Christmas? No, it's a book. Oh, I thought you like wanted to like you were going to be a Kardashian or some shit. No, I don't need. I mean, I do need a new butt because I'm fat and mine's flabby. But dudes don't worry about what their butt looks like. That's a chick thing and a seven and eight year old thing. I need a new butt. Mine has a crack in it. <laughs> I don't know. Todd said my son is nine and in the second grade. <laughs> Not a prodigy. Damn, Todd. Why are you throwing your kid under the bus like that, fam? Todd's on it. Todd's out here on the internet, like, hey, hey, yo, yo, my kid is dumb as shit, yo. My kid's seventeen years old. He's still in the third grade. Watch that. Fuck them kids. Uh, still rocking those skinny jeans, though, Barry. I mean. I guess they are. Yeah. Yeah, these, these are skinny jeans. Yeah. Listen, man, I'm not buying new jeans. I have one pair of not skinny jeans now because apparently they're going out of style. But tough shit. I didn't invest too much in these goddamn jeans. I'm wearing them. Ms. Macho said, uh, so do you agree with what happened to the vice principal or no? Great question, Ms. Macho. Um... I don't think so. Now, I, look, I don't have kids. They're not leggings one deep, asshole. I don't have kids, right? So, I, 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 like, if he showed a picture of a naked kid's butt to my cat, I probably wouldn't care, right? I would be like, whatever. Oh, Miss Miss Macho said I've been uh, lurking since Kyle's rape. Well, that's okay, Miss Macho. Look, if you haven't followed though, do me a solid. I'm almost a 200 follow. So for those of you that joined the raid. I am literally one follow away from 200. Help your boy out. If you haven't followed yet, I'm not asking for bits or subs or none of that shit. Just give your boy a follow. That's all I want. Uh, so to answer your question, I personally don't see anything wrong with reading a book that has been written for uh, a, a seven-year-old if the book says it's for six to ten-year-olds. And, and, and I have no problem with reading that book to a seven-year-old. Now, maybe the school is a little oversensitive and this is, you know, cancel culture 2022. You can't do anything. Everything's offensive. Miss Macho, thank you for the 100 bits. I guess you're already following. I appreciate that. 
No, you see, I, I didn't. That wasn't me begging for bits. I wanted to make sure clear. I just wanted to make sure if you haven't followed your head, I appreciate you. Uh, uh, much love to you, Miss Miss Macho. Now, again, I, the book was written for kids. He read a children's book to children. It's about butts. Okay, it wasn't like the dude was teaching sex ed. It's a funny story about a kid who thinks his butthole is broke. Well, not his butthole, his butt. It would be super weird if it was his butthole. He's like, y'all, I need a new butt. Mine has a hole in it. Now, that's a whole different level, no pun intended, of creepiness. But if you're just like, my butt has a crack, <laughs> he said butt and fart. I just don't see the big deal. If it was like a sex ed book or like, where do babies come from? Storks are a lie. Your mom, your mom and dad put stuff in each other and then a baby comes out. Like that would be different. But this was just about butt cracks. It's seven-year-olds. What are they, they going to do with this information? I guarantee, Well, this is Mississippi, so let me explain what happened. So I guess at the end of the day, to answer your question, no, I don't have a problem uh, with him reading the book. I don't think he should have been fired or reprimanded. Maybe like, hey, bro, don't show pictures of naked butts to seven-year-olds. Okay. Go back to your, go back to your office. Got it. Um, what the hell was I going to say? Oh. Degree said, my bad, I was new to the channel. What happened? Uh, what happened to Degrees? What did y'all, did we get, did he get in trouble? Did somebody yell? Did somebody yell at Degrees? They yelling at you, man? What happened, fam? Oh, there we go. You've probably been over this, but do you think Ridley's suspension is unfair for him when guys assault people and get only a six-game suspension? We have been been over that, uh, but I'll I'll tell you that in just a second. Let me finish this thought and then I'll I'll do it. Yeah. So Potch said again it was in the library. Actually, he said he grabbed it off of his desk or in his office. So a little bit different, but at the end of the no pun intended. I think what's going on here is this is Mississippi, folks. I think Mississippi as a whole saw this book and went like, you know what's next? Gonna start teaching about homosexuality. And we're not gonna stand for it. First, what, first you're talking about fixing butts. Next thing you know, it's Adam and Steve. I mean, that's Mississippi in a nutshell. So I think I understand why they did it. I just don't think I agree with it. I think it seems kind of silly. I'm just impressed that someone wrote a book that's named I need a new butt. I love that. And that there's a phrase in said book that says, quote, blew his butt apart and split it clean in two. Love it. That's way better than my shit. Richard Scary's cars, trucks, and things that go. <laughs> Ivan said, was that Clayton Bigsby? Right? Condoleezza Rice. Clayton Bigsby was one of the greatest characters ever written. Uh, Demon said, that's why you never live in Mississippi or Alabama. No. Possibly so. All right, let me answer this question about Calvin Ridley. It's all good. Um, Degree said, my bad, I'm new to the channel. No, fam, I appreciate you being here. Uh, my thing about Calvin Ridley, and we talked about this a little bit, but yeah, I don't know if the punishment necessarily fit the crime. I think that because the NFL has cracked down so much and has tried so desperately to right their reputation uh, when it comes to domestic violence that they are now overcorrecting a little bit on other things 
and specifically because they're starting to get more involved with gambling and Vegas and they don't want they they definitely don't want people thinking games are fixed. They don't want that to become a thing. They don't want that to um manifest. Sorry, I thought my cat was out there begging for food. So I think that the punishment did not fit the crime when you look at the other crimes that have been committed in a manner of speaking and literally think about this though. I mean, think about the Ray Rice situation, right? When, 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 when the Ray Rice situation happened, what do you get? Two games. They knew what he did. They knew that he punched and knocked out a female on an elevator, his girlfriend or wife. I don't remember which one it was. They knew that occurred. Think about that for a second. If I told you this man punched a woman in the face and knocked her out and then drug her off an elevator and you go, ooh, that's two games. It wasn't until the video came out, which was way more damning and damaging and appalling and shocking and awful. When you can see the atrocity versus hearing about the atrocity, it makes it way different. So the NFL was like, oh, shit, I guess we didn't uh, punish him enough. So they had to up the ante because now the video is out and everyone is like, wait, you gave this guy two games for this bullshit? So maybe they're overcorrecting now, but I don't know that I agree with an entire season for a $1,500 worth of gambling. It's not like this dude had a racket going. Now, there was people showing videos. Look, he dropped the ball here. He was wide open there. You can't prove it. You don't know that. That's a lot of pressure, and that's a big assumption, too, when you think about Calvin Ridley being in a locker room. Let's think about this for a second. Let's think about this as logical adults. You've got a grown-ass man making millions of dollars who bet $1,500 on FanDuel in a locker room full of men and multimillionaires that he goes to work and to, I hate to use the word war in this case, but he goes to battle. He goes to, you know, into games with and grinds and puts his body on the line with these 52 other dudes. And you think that he's going to try to throw games for $1,500. I don't know that we're being realistic here. What I do think is that the NFL at the end of the day was trying to send a message. Zero tolerance for gambling. I don't give a shit if it's a dollar or a million dollars, which is why losing an entire season, $11 million for $1,500 worth of wagering. It's not about the crime. It's about the message. And the message is zero tolerance. We're not even playing on this. Anybody else found doing it? Same thing. So I think that's what happened, but I don't agree with it. Um, doesn't MS still have laws against sodomy? That's a good question. I don't know. Ridley will help embrace the suck. Okay. It's probably true. That's a great pickup line. What's a great pickup line? I need a new butt. Uh, Miss Macho said, can we see more illustrations of the book? Though, Because from the looks of it, damn it, where'd it go? From the looks of it, the photos are super toony anyway, so why does it matter? Yeah, that's the, about the whole, oh, you showed a picture of a butt. I mean, was it the Coppertone baby's ass hanging out on every single Coppertone bottle in America for years? I don't know. 
Uh, not to mention he lost money. Yeah, did he even win? He lost 15, or was it he gambled 1,500 and lost sometimes? I don't know. Probably got suspended for that. Uh, Ridley's crime was against the NFL, not an individual person. Yeah, but I think even more than that, it was not the crime. It was not the the the, the act of playing on FanDuel. It was the message. That's, I mean, what I think anyways. It's to prevent others from actually doing something like point shave. Well, sure. That's what I mean. That's the message. Ridley's suspension is in the CBA. A year is what you get for gambling. Okay. There's that. Now, I, I want to remind you guys, uh, Amos is a Saints fan. I've, I'm pretty sure Aaron J. Bryant, who's a Falcons fan, probably feels a little bit differently. They need a fan duel for kid grades so I can do some inside betting. Oh, for kids' grades. Oh, that's good. There is so much money in gambling space that the NFL wants a part of it. Can't have any suspicions about it being corrupted. That's a great point, Drew. It really is. If you're going to allow gambling in your sport, you got to make sure that it's on the up and up. And you don't want like what happened with the NBA and the and the refs and all that bullshit. So they're they're ultra sensitive about it, I'm sure. Kyle said, I personally think he got off light because it was only $1,500. <laughs> Dude, he lost it. He's losing $11 million. Now, I think it's going to be deferred, right? Like if he loses the year, but did I, somebody tell me in chat or did I read that he's not actually out the 11 million that if he's got like two years left on his deal, he'll still have two years left on his deal and make the money, but he's just not playing and he's not making money this year is what I saw. Um, the split your cheeks wide open quote. Great pickup line. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that at all. Kyle in terms of what Barry said, yes, he did. If he was betting millions, he would probably be out the league. True. Very true. It really part of their CBA. Oh, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, he gets the next year. Okay, thanks, Ivan. Um, yeah. Okay, if it's in the CBA, but that seems kind of silly, right? Like, I, I, I know it's in the, it's like this. Like, what happened with the Cowboys, and we didn't really bring this up yesterday, and I wanted to get to it, but uh, it's kind of like what happened with the Cowboys. So the Cowboys uh, tried to hide language in their contract in dealing with Randy Gregory. So they were working on a deal. They were at a stalemate. They thought they had last second. But right before he was getting ready to go to Denver, the Cowboys jumped in and said, whoa, 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 whoa. We'll, we'll add some money to the deal. We'll make it right. Come be with us. Don't leave us. Right, CC? <laughs> Don't leave us. No, Randy. So they did a new deal. Uh, zoom out and all was well and good until Randy Gregory's agent started reading the contract and was like, yo, there's new language in here that says you can release him and he won't get paid if he's ever fined. Now, a lot of times and in language throughout the NFL, if you get suspended, a team could at their discretion do that. But what the Cowboys did and what they said is, oh, we got a highlighted message. What the Cowboys did and what they said is. Oh, that's standard language now for fines as well. So if you get suspended, yes, we can release you. But now the Cowboys are saying that all their players are operating under the, if you get fined, we could release. Like if your jersey is untucked and the NFL finds you, if we don't want to pay you anymore, we can just cut you. So Randy Gregory's agent went to Dak's agent. and was like, is this true? Is this language in y'all's contract? And he was like, no. And that's what pissed them off. And then they said, nope, we're going to Denver. So my point is, my point is, <laughs> CZ said, look, to be fair, Randy do be effing up. Mm, fair enough. 
But my point is this, you have the language, but you use it as discretion, right? So even in the CBA, if you go by the letter of the law, then yeah, every everybody that gets fined on the Cowboys is automatically cut? No. Oh, you got fined because you wore shoes in support of a cancer research and it wasn't the week to my own cleats bullshit? So you got fined for a uniform violation? We're not going to cut you for that. We'll pay your fine. But it's in the language of the contract that he could be released, which is what I think the CBA, if it's not, should be. Or use it to your discretion. Be like, yes, the CBA says one-year suspension. It was 1500 bucks. It was FanDuel. It was this, that, and the other. No harm, no foul. Just take two games off. We'll see in you know we'll see you in week three. So I think it's a big difference there. Um, so it's it's almost silly. So you mean to tell me if somebody if I'm walking through the tunnel and somebody goes, hey, I bet you five bucks you don't beat the, the let's say the Cowboys are playing the Niners. They're in San Francisco. Randy uh, or uh, uh, um, yeah, whoever or the Falcons and Ridley's walking down the tunnel. And one of the fans goes, I bet you five bucks y'all don't win today. And he goes, you're on. <gasps> one year suspension. Like, are we fucking serious? Is that what we're doing? It seems asinine. It seems absolutely asinine. This is the wrong thing to be absolute line in the sand, no deviation. The punishment has to fit the crime. And a $1,500 FanDuel account isn't, isn't warranted for an entire year. Of suspension. Good things. Good thing the Falcons suck, and it doesn't matter. That's the good thing. Um, Jen said, "Don't be a quitter. Always one team." Was he leaving? Say no more, fan. What happened? What? 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 Uh, what happened? No one likes a quitter. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, Cowboys uh, be messing up too. Yeah, of course. I get it. Uh, and then they run the ball. Oops, my okay. Um, <laughs> are you mad at Ivan? So one time, Ivan out. No, no, don't be timing Ivan out. He can, he's welcome to his opinion. CC Baker wants out of Cleveland. Well, yeah, wouldn't you? Come on, angry, angry. Let me explain to you what happened. And I totally understand Baker wanting out because Baker's like, this is my girl, man. Y'all met my girl Cleveland. She's she's amazing. And then Cleveland's like. Oh shit! Look, look at that man. And she's like, "Get your arm off me, Baker." She goes, "Excuse me, sir. Could you come here for a second? How you doing? You are fine. You're way finer than my man. Do you have a girlfriend? Oh, you're not interested. Okay. What were you saying, baby Baker? And Baker's like, "No, nah, bitch. It's too late now. Now I saw you were attracted to him. I don't want you no more." That's what happened. This was a gamble on the part of the Browns. But let's be real. It was a gamble. The Browns are moved on from Baker Mayfield. The Browns would settle for Baker Mayfield, but they do not want Baker Mayfield. Let's be real clear about that. And apparently some shit went down in Cleveland that I don't know exactly what it was. <sighs> Angry said, can Barry get someone else to role play? You want me to go get my cat? Be like, say, girl, you sure are hairy. Drafting Mayfield was a gamble. It was. It wasn't the. I mean, it's Cleveland, though, man. Cleveland going to Cleveland, right? You had to take the shot, though. I was worried that Baker was going to be another Johnny Manziel, and he didn't end up being that bad. He just hasn't proven to be great. 
Uh, back off your head looks ridiculous. Drafting Mayfield was gamble. LOL. That probably goes for 75% of the NFL team. No, that's true. That's true. I've always said this. You guys know this. If you've been watching this show for any length of time, you guys know that what's the one thing when I talk about NFL quarterbacks, what's the one thing I say? And, and for those of you deckheads that have been around for a hot ass minute, you know, do you think your quarterback, your starting quarterback on your team, do you think, thank you, Ponch, do you think that they are capable of winning a Super Bowl? Is Baker Mayfield a Super Bowl caliber quarterback? If not, then you need to be figuring out how you're going to replace them with someone that you think is or could be. Because even if they're not, could they be, right? Like, does Baker Mayfield have the skill set? Is there is he a receiver away or a running game or a left tackle or whatever? Maybe just a little fine-tuning in his throwing motion or decision-making or whatever it is. But you look at some of these cats and you just know, that some bitch ain't never winning a Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? I mean, look, I feel pretty safe in saying and watching Daniel Jones and saying that dude ain't never winning a Super Bowl. Mark Sanchez was never winning a Super Bowl, right? Like you can look at some of these dudes and just go, nah, nah. And there's a lot of on the fence guys. Stafford was one of those guys. Look what happened. You get him in the right system. You get the right coaching, the right situation. Super Bowl. There's plenty of them out there. There's also that lower tier where you're just like, they're just not a good QB. Just not a good QB. So, and yeah, there's the there's the one-offs, Trent Dilfer. Uh, there's 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 that occasion, right? But you know, there's there's that level of franchise quarterback, elite quarterback, Super Bowl caliber quarterback, and then there's guys that are just getting you uh, getting you through until you find it. And I'll be honest with you, I think that's what Davis Mills is. The, 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 the Texans made it real clear one of the reasons they didn't want to do a deal with Cleveland or and the reason they brought in uh, Kyle Allen uh, was because... Was that his name? I just went blank on who the hell they brought in. Uh, yeah, Kyle Allen. I was like, what the hell? I almost said Kyle King. Boy, could you imagine Kyle King as a backup for the Texans? Jesus. That'd be awful for him. <laughs> um... But that's why, I mean, look, Davis Mills is a stopgap. Davis Mills, I don't think that the Texans really believe that he's their guy. You can't replace Deshaun Watson with Davis Mills. When you had Deshaun Watson for all of his shortcomings off the field and all of his issues and everything else, Deshaun Watson is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Deshaun Watson has the skill set to be a Super Bowl quarterback, a Super Bowl, or to get you to a Super Bowl. He's got the skills. What's around him? All those other things. But I don't think you look at somebody like a Davis Mills and go, oh, yeah, we're good. But I also don't think you go, well, we want Baker in return or Matt Ryan in return. It's like, no, we got Davis. We got a guy who cost way less than those cats and might win as many games, maybe one or two less. But who gives a shit? That just puts us in better standing in the draft and we'll move on. It costs us less money overall. We can build a team, go find our QB. So, I mean, there's there's a whole lot to it. But at the end of the day, you're Baker. You know the rules. Does Baker get upset? Does, 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 you know, these players that get upset like he's in his feels right now, I get it. It feels like you don't believe in me anymore. That's fine. But when you're a free agent and you're out here courting seven other teams that wants to pay you more and you go with the one that pays you the most, the Browns are like, where's your loyalty to us? Uh, bitch, sign the check and I'll be loyal. 
Well, that's all the Browns are saying. Uh, bitch, be great and we'll be loyal. But you hadn't been great. I think his passer rating was like 39 or some shit last night or last season. That's just not going to get it. So I don't feel sorry for Baker Mayfield. I know he's in this field. I feel bad for him. I don't feel sorry for him. First of all, he's rich. Second of all, his wife is cute. Third of all, he's got a great commercial deal and they're great. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. As he told Dallas is getting in trouble. <laughs> told Dallas that Kyle King would just scream Omaha on every play. Yeah, from the sidelines. That would be the problem. Kyle, Kyle would be yelling audibles from the sidelines. He'd, he'd see something. He'd be like, oh, he, he, needs to, he needs to get out of that play. Omaha! Omaha! And they'd be like, what the fuck? Did you... Did you say that, David? He'd be like, no, I didn't say that. It was loud-ass Kyle over there. Probably. He would do that. He'd totally do that. Uh, hey, don't forget, i got to get out of here. We're going to start hour number three of the program. If you still ha- you still have time, the, the deadline for getting your donations in for our fundraiser for World Central Kitchen, who are feeding actively in a war zone, feeding Ukrainians every single day. They bring the food in. They cook the food. These are world-renowned chefs that are involved. They bring the food in, they cook the food, and then they serve the food. And guys, these folks are actually in these cities in the Ukraine. They're also in the surrounding um, countries around Ukraine that are housing these refugees. But they, I've watched an interview of the guy, the head of the, of the WCK, World Central Kitchen. They said, we've actually gone to Kiev. We've gone to Odessa. We've gone to some of these other uh, cities and made meals, taken meals into the city and distributed them to people so that they could eat. That's what they're doing, and that's why I think it's crucial and important that you go donate. Five, ten bucks doesn't matter. Uh, we've got angel investors, including Virginia Buttonweed, who are going to match our community's donations up to $3,000. So if I can get you guys to donate $3,000, Virginia Buttonweed and our angel investors will match it, and we will have raised $6,000 for World Central Kitchen. So I hope you'll give. Uh, please do. And again, if you don't want to give and you're a member of Patreon and you're on the Discord, just post a picture, St. Patrick's Day themed with you in it, and we'll make sure we get $25 added to the pot just for posting that picture. Now, for those of you that are kind of new to the program, this is where the hour ends, but we do have an hour three. On Thursdays, I do a three-hour Thursday, but the third hour is only, only for members of Patreon and those that are on the Discord. The only way you get to the Discord is through Patreon. So if you want to support the show, five bucks a month, you can get 10% off. Uh, there's a 10 bucks, 10 bucks a month option, but it's a way to support the show. You don't want to do that. That's cool. But just know, in order to see hour number three, you need to be a member of Patreon and on the Discord. So there you go. We're going to start hour number three right now. Hey, welcome to all the new folks. Welcome, new heads. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate you being here. I hope you will come back again. We have a great time on this show. We have a wonderful community. I love the chat. And I hope you guys will become regulars for this show. Flip, thank you, buddy. Said good show. I appreciate you. Uh, We are going to pick it back up on the YouTubes. Don't forget tomorrow, early start. Because I have to go film a TV show, we start at 11 o'clock on Fridays instead of the normal 2 p.m. on the YouTube. So until then, or until I see you in the third hour, Bitch, I hate you. Hate it here. All right. Until tomorrow.
or until I see you in the third hour. One, enjoy March Madness. We still got plenty of stuff to talk about tomorrow. Moody Dollar Parton telling the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to go have sex with himself. But until tomorrow or the third hour, thank you for being here. Do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love See y'all tomorrow. See you in the next uh, next hour. Bye.